And you're very welcome along to another edition of Across the Line with me, Shane Brough. <coughs> Excuse me, your Friday evening build-up to the sporting weekend in the Premier County. And on this week's show, we'll be looking ahead to another busy weekend of GA action, weather permitting, as we have five Tipperary teams in Munster Club action. Firstly, we'll speak with Killer One McDonald's manager, Liam O'Kelly, on their Munster Senior Club quarter-final clash with Ballygunner on Sunday. Plus, we'll have uh, Ross Grace, Jim McDonald on their Provincial Intermediate Club clash with Waterford's uh, Bally Saggart. The last Adult County Hurling final takes place this Sunday. A Solihead take on Tordas Arsfields in the Junior B final. And we'll get the view from the West Tip Club and Arrear County final appearance. In Camogie, Drum and Inch are also heading to the day should take on Dallas Isle in a Munster Senior Club semi-final tomorrow. And we'll hear from manager Pat Ryan. Plus, we'll be looking ahead to Mullinahone ladies footballers Munster Intermediate final on Sunday. We'll have the local rugby and soccer fixtures for the weekend. And as ever, we'll talk dogs with Barry Drake so all that and more over the next hour or so so stay tuned and we'll begin excuse me with hurling and just a week after ending a 37 year wait for their latest county senior hurling title Killeron McDonough's have to dust themselves down quickly to face the might of defending Munster and All-Ireland club champions Ballygunner in the Munster Senior Club quarter final on Sunday in Walsh Park and Waterford at 1.30 game you can hear live here on Tip FM in association with uh, Owen Dillon uh, uh, Owen Dillon in uh, Nina Paul uh, Paul Carroll and uh, Ken Hogan will be on commentary for that one and to look ahead to the game I'm joined uh, by uh, on the line by Killeran McDonough's manager Liam, O'Sh- Liam O'Kelly Liam you're welcome to the show Thanks very very much indeed Liam, nice good, to be on Good to have you Liam uh, I suppose Liam was quickly I suppose uh, a reflection on, on the last four or five days I'm sure a, a very very special time for everybody involved I absolutely, yeah, yeah, Shane. Sure, it's, it's phenomenal. Like when, when a club like Killer One are waiting that long for a trophy, it, you know, what I mean, we 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 have enjoyed it, and and uh, you know, we we've got back in the horse there uh, Wednesday night again, and uh, we're 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 getting ready for Sunday for a challenge ahead of them Sunday, like. Yeah, and I suppose in terms of refocusing the the, the guys for the, the task at hand, I suppose what um how how would you have gone about it? Okay, hey, we don't do anything special with, with, with this group. Uh, in fairness to the group of people that I'm involved with, the players take a lot of responsibilities themselves in, in, in their own recovery, you know, and 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 they've and they've done that quite well all during the year, you know. There's, there's a great bond with those guys, and they go and do their own recovery. We came back in Wednesday night there for maybe 40 minutes in the gym, and um, there's small bit of stretching. We win, we train on, on on grass Thursday night. Uh, may, may I say? A lot of lads outside the white line, but look, that's all part and parcel of the course. Two hard, two hard weeks, two hard games. You know, and the bodies are sore and stuff like that. But you know, the task that we have, we have at hand, the management team, is to get those guys inside the white line for one thirty on Sunday in 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 Walford. Yeah, but I'm sure there's probably an energy in the group that that those aches and pains that they don't feel as probably as bad as the as maybe they would after defeat. I absolutely, of course. I mean, the, the adrenaline, the adrenaline there is fantastic. Like you know, what I mean, look, <laughs> I made no bones about saying these these are very, very honest group of men. You know what I mean? And um, you know, <laughs> get get the relish in the challenge to be on that field on Sunday, and that's the outside the white line. I'm sure. But look, uh, we'll we'll take everything as it comes today. Tonight on Friday, you know, we'll meet tomorrow and we we'll reassess the situation tomorrow, and we'll be on that bus on Sunday. Sunday and we we'll see where where, where, that, where that journey that journey is going to take us. Yeah, because like it's I suppose it's it's an honour to be representing the county, but it's also an opportunity that 
may not come again for maybe some of these guys. Like so, it's um, it, it's one you, you you'll be hoping to take full advantage of. Oh, absolutely. Look, look you, you couldn't say a true word. It's a massive honour for us to represent Tipperary as seen a hurling champion. You know what I mean? And and, and we, we, we live, I can trust you, we live no stone unturned. We'll go down there. We, we understand the, the challenge ahead of us. You know, there are all our champions. I saw in the national paper yesterday, David against Goliath. You know, it's 15 against 15 for us. I mean, it's on the hurling field and we'll see where, where, where this chapter in our journey is going to take us. Yeah, and I suppose yeah, they're I suppose the pros from your side of it, you're battle hardened, you're match sharp, you're ready to go. Whereas, where's Ballygunner? I think it's seven weeks since they played their county final. But I think we saw last year they had the same they had the same lead into the first round of Munster, and they went Ennis and they had a big win over over Ballyea. So like, there's, there's every chance these boys are going to be ready and they'll be fresh and firing on Sunday. Hey, look, listen, look, they're a quality side, they're very professional, they're, they're, they're a professional outfit. I only heard today, by pure chance, from somebody, you know, as close as they are to, to, to the pitch, they bring two buses, one bus for the team and one bus for the management and the backroom staff. That will tell you at the level that they're at uh, in their club, you know what I mean? So, look, I'm not going to... I'm not going to worry too much about that. I, all I can do is worry about my own guys and get my guys there for, for one turkey on Sunday. Like mm-hmm. just the whole run to the the county championship has 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 the, the has it surprised you in some ways? Ah, look, yes, it's look, I, I, look, it's been a fantastic journey. Like you know, I mean, if we go back to the day, you know, the, the Nina match in, in, in particular, and. and who would have said that day when Nina Beatles that we were going to be playing Ballygunner uh, on Sunday? Like, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a fantastic journey. But I always, I always believed in these two guys. You know what I mean? I, I, I had massive trust in these guys. You know, them and the group themselves have, have massive trust in themselves. They have a great bond. You know what I mean? And if you've that in, in any team, in any sport, you know, it, it, it tells a lot. And we always talk it game by game. We, we'd, know, we'd know massive goals set out. You know, and do this. We took, we took a game by game, and we took every challenge that came, and you know, and and, and that's how we approach this, and that's and that's how we're going to approach Sunday. Sunday is another is another challenge for us on this journey, and we'll see where that, where that will take us. Yeah, and I suppose it's, it's, it's an underdog's tag that has been set pretty comfortably on you all year. Well, sure now, <laughs> I make no bones about saying that you know, underdogs for the last two games were massive underdogs. Uh, uh, my friends tell me, Paddy Powers. This uh Gunner one one to nine uh for for the pundits, you know what I mean? So we're a massive, massive underdog, you know, to David and Goliath stuff. But look, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a game of hurling and we'll see where that'll take us at, at, at three o'clock on Sunday and we'll 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 know at that stage. But so far it's been a massive, massive journey. I said to the players uh, at a team meeting on Wednesday night, you know, we're in bonus territory now, but we're going to go and we're going to give it our best shot. Yeah, I was a member. I know there's a there's a story recounted. Um, as I mentioned last Sunday, and I think when I did, did the uh, book with Len Gainer a couple of years ago, but but the, the Black Rock in '85 when Killer One weren't supposed to be the star studded Black Rock team, and they did, and they went on and and created history. So like, the, the, straight, uh, I suppose it's 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 you never know when the unexpected might happen. Absolutely, look, look, Shane, you're around a long time. Isn't that is that the beauty of sport, isn't it? Mm-hmm, absolutely, you know. 
it's not predictable. I mean, uh, people say what they want to say, but look, we were written off last Sunday week. Um, we came back. We're definitely written off last Sunday. We came back. We we we, we were a county final, you know, and so we'll go forward now with 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 great hope and and we'll see where where the journey will take us. And you know, we're 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 very we're very. How to say it? With this group of guys, we've been improving on every game. You know, is there more improvement in us? I think there is more improvement in us. If we can produce performance like we, like we did in the second half last Sunday, absolutely, we're match we're, we're match for any club in, in in the country. But we'll, we'll wait and see what happens on Sunday. Yeah, and I that, that you mentioned that second half performance. It was just, it, it was probably old school killer one at their best. Just yeah. pure toughness, hard work. Um, just weren't going to be denied. Yeah, look, the work ethic within the scoop is, is, is phenomenal all year. On, on and off the field now, just so we're clear, like, you mean, while, while the trust is in guys inside the white line, there's huge work going on, going on outside the white line with, 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 with this group. And, you know, and that's been well documented with the backroom team I have. Um, but look, uh, let's, let's, be, let's be straight. That second half performance last Sunday, you know what I mean? Um, was something out of the clouds and was fantastic and every every everyone stood up inside the white line last Sunday and, and you know what I mean and 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 it was just one of those performances that that probably will go down in history. It, uh, uh, you mean that it was it, 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 it was fantastic? Like mm-hmm. I know you over the last few weeks you have sort of you have some players that are nearly playing through the pain barrier to to get out there. Uh, it's it's sort of a game where guys are prepared to go again, or would you be thinking maybe? If, if maybe it's potentially asking maybe too much, and maybe your long-term damage could be done to some games, players, or is it just next match up and the guys are prepared to go again? Look, we're not going to put any guy in, 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 into battle that's going to cause him any any long-term any long-term problems. Let's be very clear on that I'm, I'm professional in in that regard, in in that approach. But I, I can guarantee you one thing: these guys will go to we'll go to war again, you know what I mean? And there's no doubt about that. I, I, as I speak to you tonight, I said to you, when, last night we trained in Ballangarry and with a lot of lads outside the white line, and no doubt come Sunday, a lot of these guys will be inside the white line. You know what I mean? And that's the way these guys, that's the way these guys are. There's a massive honesty there with those guys, like, Absolutely. like you mean, and, and that's just it, like. Absolutely. Like, go, go back to Go back to the first game, like I have against Kildang, and you know, with a guy there who who was playing with bro- with broken fingers and stuff like that. That's what these guys are about, like. Absolutely, and I'm sure it, as as was as as focused his year in the game. Like it, it's, I suppose it's t- to be going away from home. I'm sure it'll be a big killer on support heading down there on on Sunday. Like it's, um, I suppose these are special times that are there to that have to be. That, that I suppose they have to be. Um, how would you say enjoyed as well. Absolutely, look, I mean, going down there, yeah, we go down the team bus, I mean, it's a massive occasion, it has to be embraced for all good qualities, and, and, and that's like, and I'm sure we'll have a massive support, we, we, we've had a tremendous support there from the, from the club, inside and outside, uh, uh, over the last number of games, and I'm sure it's no different there on Sunday, uh, yeah, look, uh, we expect... Obviously, a certain crowd to travel. It's on TG4, so that'll allow the luxury. Some people sit at home by the fire, and that's fine too. Like, but look, uh, there, there will still be, I, I can imagine, a, a great crowd there on Sunday. Like. Absolutely, and uh, we wish you all the best. Uh, Kilowan McDonough's manager, uh, Liam O'Kelly, thanks for joining us across the line. Thanks, Shane, very, very much for your time.
uh, Liam O'Kelly there looking ahead to their Killer Ones Munster Club Senior Hurling Championship quarter final against uh, Ballygunner. That game is at one thirty pm at Walsh Park on Sunday. The game will be here live here on Tip FM Association with RIA Owen Dillon here in Nina. Paul Carroll and Ken Hogan will be bringing you the action. Time for our first break, and we'll be back in part two. Uh, looking ahead to Ross Gray's Munster Championship clash tomorrow. And you're very welcome back to the show and we continue with Hurling where also this Sunday Ross Gray are in Munster Club uh, action when they take on Waterford's Bally Sagart in the Intermediate Championship quarter final at uh, FBD Semple Stadium at 1.30pm. We'll have live updates on the game during our live commentary on Killer One's Munster Senior quarter final with a Bally Gunner. To look ahead to this game I am joined on the line by uh, Ross Gray Club chairperson uh, Jim McDonald. Jim you're welcome to the show. How are you, Shane? How's things? Good to have you along, Jim. Um, I suppose unlike Killer One, you've had a couple of weeks, I suppose, to come down from the high of the, the Premier Intermediate win. So I suppose in terms of looking ahead to this game on uh, Sunday, what's the um, I suppose what's the vibe in Ross Gray like at the moment? Well, listen, it was great. It was great, first of all, to overcome Gartner, who was brilliant. Obviously, the lads celebrated for a few days and they were back training on Wednesday. And I suppose full focus now is for this quarterfinal on Sunday. So... Listen, we're lucky enough. We got we got a good break, unlike Killer One. But um, listen, no, the lads are are back training and training as hard and and well focused on this match. You know, they know yeah. how important it is to the club and the town. That's it. And I suppose it helps that it's the fact that I suppose you have tradition in this competition going back what fifty one years now. And I know over the last couple of years you you had the the golden anniversary of that. And I'm sure it's something you, it, this competition you'd like to go in as far as as possible. It is, it is something like at the start of the year there was a plan put in place and obviously getting back up to senior ranks was, was number one priority but at the end of the day, I know Liam said in his interview after the match that bonus territory is what you'd call it but it was in the plans to try and go on far, as far in the club competition as we could. Like Ross Gray, I suppose, won the first All-Ireland club in 71 and we did, you're right, we honoured the lads not so long ago out in uh, Racket Hall Hotel and we did dinner dance there and listen, it's brilliant, all the, the past players and everything are behind this team and I think the whole town and the community, when we came home that night after winning the county final, the the greeting we got in the street on Castle Street in Rascal was was absolutely unbelievable. So the whole town, the whole community are behind it, and hopefully we can get another few steps and hopefully get to the Munster final. And, yeah, and hopefully along the line go further, maybe. Yeah, and I suppose that's it. It's to feed off that and then get it. I'm sure a lot of those supporters will be back down in Turles on Sunday to, to take on a Bally Sagard side who, a lot like Bally Gunner, have been idle for a while. But I suppose that may, may, either makes them fresh or makes them very dangerous. Well, I'd say dangerous. I'm, I'm like, like Bally Gunner are idle before in the Wonder Ireland Club last year as well. Bally Sagard have been here before. This is there a few years ago. They were beaten by Father O'Neill's, I think it was, in the Munster Championship final. So, like, listen, the bookies have the odds totally stacked in Ross Gray's favour, which is nothing to go by. Like, we know, and the, the lads know, and, and the management team know that there's a, there's Bally Sagard are going to prove a, a big test for us, you know. Yeah, and I suppose in, in terms of I suppose what you, you got against uh, Gorton Who, like you, you were deserving winners. I suppose you'll feel in in terms of performance, there's probably more to come. You probably hit probably more wides than you would have hoped. But um, um, and then I suppose Liam England, your manager, has previously he was manager Mind Temple too. He last year, so I suppose he'll maybe know maybe things that maybe you need to do differently to go and play from county championship into provincial championship. He he would every every match is a learning curve. I think we we, we learn a lot from every match every match we've played. I I, I think the, the county final. Maybe we sat back for the last ten fifteen minutes as opposed to driving it on and, and winning by a few more points. And only for our goalkeeper Daryl Ryan made us two great saves near the end, 
we could have been under a little bit more pressure. But listen, every every match is, is a learning curve for the management team and for the players. And it's great to have, like, listen, we've 30 lads up training and everyone is biting at the bit to try and get into the team, which is actually brilliant as well. It's great to have, you know. Yeah, you mentioned, like, the, to get back senior was the aim, but I suppose this is the first year that our, I suppose, the Premier Intermediate Championships, Orean Champions, are, are going on in Munster. And I suppose, look, Tipperary have had a, had a poor record in this competition over the years. Maybe going back, I think, Silvermines and, and Kildangan are the only two that have won in Munster as, 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 inter, as, as second-tier champions. So, I suppose it'll be an interesting signpost to see how competitive or how successful Ross Gray might be this year and to maybe what's going to happen over the next few years. Yeah, I suppose in previous competitions it would have been the 33rd best team in Tipperary. Now it's looking out at the 17th. So, listen, there's a jump up in that anyway. But um, we know the importance of it. We know like there is expectation there, I suppose, from around Tipperary when they change things over, hopefully, hopefully hoping that the team that comes out of Premier Intermediate might go on well in the Intermediate Championship. And we're hoping the same. You know, it's, it's there for us. The lads that are playing it, I would say they're training. You get one chance of this probably in your lifetime, you know. Yeah, so, 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 so that's it. From your point of view, you want to be in senior for a long time. You don't want to be in this in this competition for a long time if you can avoid it. Well, that's that's hopefully like we were unlucky to get relegated last year, and thankfully we've got back up this year. As as I said, was the plan. And listen, there's great. Everything seems to be great with hurling and Rossway coming from underage up to our 19s, win the North final. Our minors getting to an art final. There's underage structures in place, so you'll be hoping that what's happened previous won't happen again. And hopefully, when we go up to Danbury next year, hopefully we'll be able to stay in, in the Danbury competition. Well, we wish uh, you and Ross Gray all the best on Sunday, one thirty at FBD Simple Stadium. Uh, Jim McDonald, thanks for joining us on across the line. No better. Thanks, Shane. Thank you. Bye. And uh, just a reminder that uh, just for people going to that game on Sunday, uh, the, the Canaan stand is the only stand that will be open on Sunday. I suppose for people that know it's the old stand, and there is, uh, I think, there's a blood blood drive. Um, I think on the dome uh, over the next few days. I think so. There, the oh, the new stand or Orion stand side is not open. So um, just the open stand, or sorry, the old stand open for Sundays. Ross Gravey Ballysacker game and the same tomorrow for the Munster Junior quarter final between Grange Mokler Bally Neal and Bally Giblin of Cork now that game has been moved from Care to FBD Semple Stadium it'll have a 1.30pm uh, throw in for that game as I said uh, just the old stand will be open in Semple Stadium both tomorrow and Sunday and Sunday also sees two more county finals take place and there is a fixture change we've just been made aware of in the last uh, half an hour that under 19 final between Holy Cross Ballycahill and St Mary's that game now has been moved from Golden to Bancha and will have a new throwing time of 1.30pm so that's um, Holy Cross Valley Cal against St Mary's that's in Bansha now on Sunday 1.30pm while the second adult final takes place in Clonolty at 2.30 that's the Junior B Hurling Championship final between Turles Sarsfields and Salahed it truly is a David versus Goliath affair between a club with its high, with the highest playing numbers in the county in Turles Sarsfields for whom it's their fourth adult team in action on Sunday up against Salahed for whom it is their own, their only team and their it's truly a huge occasion for them and to chat about their progress to the final I'm joined by their one of their biggest supporters and a regular voice on Tipperary GA Matters Kevin Hanley Kevin you're welcome to the show Sound thank you uh, Shane Kev, appreciate good to have you along I'm sure um, there's great excitement in I suppose in in Menard and Salahad I suppose building up to a county final but you don't get to too many of them and you're as you're you're cherishing every day of this build up. Yeah, no, exactly. The last time we were in a county final was a football one in 2018, 
and the last time we went a hurling county final was in 2006. So as you say, these days don't come around too often, and uh, you just have to take it moment by moment and treasure, treasure it, you know, because uh, you know there's special times, special moments, and. You know, it brings a community together. And as you say, you know, there's, it's a small parish. We, you know, we wouldn't have huge numbers. So, oh, know, what kind of playing numbers would you have? Uh, like, we, on, uh, we'd be lucky, you know, uh, on training if we have over, you know, 20, you know, on some nights, you know, because lads work away and, you know, they, you know, they, they travel to training as well. So they wouldn't, you know, all be um low you know they wouldn't all live in the parish either but uh, you know we wouldn't have huge huge numbers you know like on 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 a match day you know we'd have 28 29 uh, uh, you know as a panel um and you know that would you know everyone everyone buys into into solid gear i guess yeah Nicky, you wouldn't have a, an underage uh, club as such i think a lot of your underage players go to cap of white isn't it yeah so like underage from under twenty one, under nineteen, and and um, yeah, we'd uh, be cowboy gales, you know. Um, but you know, uh, we, it has, you know, we've had got players down there like Stephen D and, and Tommy O'Mahony and Dave, you know, um, came into the fold this year and and been a huge success. And you know, youth into a team has has really drived us on big time. Mm-hmm. What has I suppose what has been the this was the turnaround this year in terms of getting to a, a county final on on Sunday? Um, there's been there's been a few moments along the year. Um, I guess a big moment was in in the West uh, Championship against Cabal White. We were down eight points, a man down with ten minutes to go, and you know we just seemed to wake wake up and we got. We turned that game around and and won it by seven or eight points. And you know you felt like you know there was something special that you know there was a never say die attitude in the team. You know when everyone was part of the team. You know from players, subs, from the families. You know that there was a real sense of you know people started to believe in each other, um, and that kind of drove us on then in in the West final as well. You know so yeah. it was. You know, it really was a, uh, you know, a, a moment, I guess. Yeah, and next was you're you're coming up against the, uh, I suppose <laughs> the, the 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 giant that is Torres Sarsfields. I know it's, it's their fourth adult team, but I would have seen them in the in the semi final win over my own club. They're, yeah. they're still a ta- talent dripping from 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 their from. I think that they had 15 guys tucked out in their subs bench. Which shows you the the depth of p- panel that's available to them. Yeah, no, exactly. They're they're a very strong team. They have huge numbers playing. You know, and not. You know, we know what the challenges are ahead of us. You know, it'll be a mighty task, you know, for a, for a small club to go up against the kingpins of Tipperary hurling. You know, so, you know, we know we have to be on our A game and, and start from the very start because, you know, sometimes in a few games this year, we've, you know, started slow and, and worked our way into our, ga- in, into our games. But we know this game now, you know, we have to be focused from, from throwing. Like, we have to be, you know, really really focused because you know if you know Turles well able to work the ball there as you say they have plenty of guys come on and change the game for them if they're struggling so you know they they you know they will be a, a tough task but you know we'll be we'll be well focused and you know we believe in ourselves 
you know, as a small club, you know, we don't have too many days like this. And, no, and I think know, it, 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 it's it's a long way from the glamour of a, of a senior county final last Sunday, but like this is mm-hmm. this this is everything to the people of Salah this this Sunday. Yeah, no, exactly. Like all week or the last two weeks, like you know, people around the community, you know, they're really putting up flags, putting up banners, you know, really bought into it. Um, you know, and 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 every every game this year, you know, you feel that you know, atmosphere from the crowd that, you know, people in the powers really, you know, want the best, you know, like, because, you know, everyone knows each other, as you say, you know, everyone is, is part of the team and, you know, whatever ability, whatever, you know, that everyone makes a difference, you know, from players to supporters to, you know, it's a, it's a team effort, it really, you know, and, and, and that's, that's an essence, you know, that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are, but, you know, everyone is part of the team and, and, you know that drives drives that team on, and you know to you know to have days that hopefully that we'll remember, you know, and and see where it takes us. That's it. I'm sure if Salahed are successful, it'll be as big as anything at the likes of Killer One and the other teams. From Salahed, thanks for joining us and across the line. No worries, and thanks for having me. Kevin Hanley there looking ahead to uh, Salahed's big day on Sunday, the County Junior B hurling final against Thurles Arsfield's 2.30pm in Clonalty. Time for another break and we'll be back in part three with Camogie and Ladies Football. And you're very welcome back to the show. And now we turn our attention to Camogie, where Drum and Inch head into their fourth successive Munster Club campaign after successfully defending their county title last month with a final win over Clonalty Ross Moore. Drum won the 2020 Munster title, uh, played in 2021, but in weeks they had lost that title in the delayed 2021 championship won by Scarif O'Gonnell. Tomorrow they travel to Waterford to take on De La Salle in the Munster semi final. And to look ahead to the game, I'm joined by Drum and Inch manager. Pat Ryan, Pat, you're welcome to the show. How are you saying, anyway? Good to have you along, Pat. Yeah, Pat, I suppose when we were chatting this morning, we were remarking that like, it's your fourth Munster campaign in a row, but it's actually your third in 12 months, so it's um, it, it's sort of a mad time. It's crazy going, yeah, when you think about it that way. I hadn't actually thought about it until you mentioned it there, yeah, but it's, it, it's, um, it's a tough block of... It's just three seasons in, in, within 12 months, I suppose, as a result of what you're after. Doing previous and it's yeah it's 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 a schedule. Yeah, and I suppose you think about winning in twenty twenty. I'd say you probably never even got to to cherish what you achieved in becoming a monster champion because you barely had to run and you had it snatched from your grasp by Scarif Ogunlo. So you probably feel you, you you're chasing you're you're nearly you're chasing something. You're nearly having to go and win it for the first time again this this year. That's exactly it. Like this is our this is we're heading into our fourth campaign. We've only won. Once the final to show for it, so there's um there, there's great um there's great drive for it this year. So hopefully it'll work out uh, starting tomorrow tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, I suppose from your own point of view, I suppose to to retain the championship. But um, I suppose you you, you won a very very good Tipperary championship this year. Like you were really really tested. We were really tested this year. Was um well the first year I suppose. <laughs> Canolty really threw the kitchen sink at us this year, and we were in we were in unforeseen um, territory in the fact that we were we were seven points to one down in the first half, and we went in eight four down at half time, and we we hadn't been there before, but like the resilience of the girls and the way they bounced back was 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 great, and we got over the line again. Yeah, and just in terms of the, the squad this year compared to last year, I think you're you're slightly stronger, aren't you? We are stronger. We have we have. Um, Couple of the minor girls after after putting their hands up. Look, we had a good 
we had a very good league campaign, and we, of course, when you, with the league campaign, you don't have your you don't have your county players available. So there, were, there was five or six five or six of the other girls put their hands up, and we're we're, we're reaping the rewards. But now, young and old, are really after really after putting their shoulder to the wheel, and we have we have we have a very good panel now. Yeah, and like you, I suppose from the younger girls, I suppose right up to Joanne Ryan and, and Maria Woodlock, like it just it just shows you, I suppose the, the buy-in in, in drum and inch is just complete. Like nobody doesn't want to be part of this group at the moment. No, it's not. And like like you have Neve Ryan, you have you have Anya Greed, you have Caroline Shanahan, you have Kate of the Wire, like Kate Wire still a minor, and she's putting her hand up there to play a senior as well. It, 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 like. We had our tra- final tra- training session there yesterday, and we had we had full panel of thirty players. They came from Limerick, they came from Dublin, they came from Galway down to train. So look, everybody is buying into it. That's what you want at this time of the year. Yeah, you're you're heading down to, to Waterford to play Dallas Ellis. Was the last few years the Waterford champions played in the intermediate competition, but now that they've been bumped up to senior. So what are you expecting from Dallas Ellis tomorrow? Expect not less. Look, they're on a high now as well. They won their first county senior title there two or three weeks ago. So. They're coming. They're coming into the crest of a wave as well. Look, they'll 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 be they'll be out to beat us. Look, it's simple. We, as I said, we've unfinished business, I suppose, in this competition that we we're trying to put right, and we'll be going down there fully focused to give them a good game. Yeah, and I look at the other side of the draw. Scarfaganlo potentially could could be waiting for you in a final if you get through. So I'm sure it, it's something you would love to to have a go at if if you survive tomorrow afternoon. Well, that's it. Survival of tomorrow is the, is the first thing. But like as I said. Scarif O'Gunlow and, and the Sarsfields from Cork are playing su- Sunday afternoon. Look, that's in your back of your mind. You'll be home, not hoping, but you, you, you're always saying that we might get another crack at them. They've beaten us in two months the finals, so hopefully it might be third time lucky, but we're not looking for, we're not looking past tomorrow. You know yourself, Shane. Yeah, and I suppose it says a lot about, I suppose, the, the Waterford teams coming up, and like, I suppose Galtier were so dominant for many years, and the first year their Waterford champions are in senior, and, and they're not there. So it probably, it probably goes to show maybe that... It's it's a good De La Salle team that beat them, and it's probably a rising tide of Waterford Camogie that it suggests that uh, it, it over the next few years the Waterford teams will be difficult to beat. It is, and in all due respect, uh, like it, it was a funny situation that you win a uh, county senior championship down in Waterford and you're playing intermediate Munster campaign. You know what it was a, a, a big advantage there. You no know, teams teams putting in a big year to win their intermediate championship and coming up against a senior team in Waterford. It was it was it was, it was a bit um. You know the how are you, if you like to see what way it was going, but now we're all an even keel, an even keel. So let's see how it works out like. Absolutely, and uh, no, it, it promises to be a big. I'm sure there's a big uh, drum and inch crowd heading down to Waterford tomorrow afternoon. Well, we hope so. We hope the, the parish rolls in behind us, and we hope if there's, you know, we, we we won't turn away any support. It's, it's it's not. I suppose it's not parochial anymore. It's it's a, it's a county set up now, and hopefully other parishes will roll in behind us, and if they if they have. Anyway, near at all to give us to give us a push on. Mm-hmm. Any um, any injury doubts? Are you full full strength? No, for... we're full, we're fully focused, ready to go. Shane, thanks for the God. It's what, like last year we had a couple of niggly ones basing into it, but no, we're we're ready to go. Yeah, and I suppose coming off that that county final win, I suppose to come from behind and uh, that that must be gives them an incredible confidence. Gives them incredible confidence, but I think the confidence came in the fact again that like, is our first county final that we came from. From 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 behind, really, because we were we were never in that situation, and questions were asked of of, of the mentality of the girls. Like you go seven ones down in a, in a county final, and you're right. We brought it back as small, small bit manageable in the fact that they had four at half time. But 
Cloney came out again the second half. Stone scored the first point, and we we we, we got a, we got a goal back to bring it to within three, and they got two. I think it was two two more points back in. So we put a bit of our colour, but like there's a resilience amongst the girls, but the, the young ones and the old ones. Uh, but the, 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 it's just a huge resilience and a drive to, to for success. And as I said, there's unfinished business in in Munster side of it. So that, that, that's what, that's what drives them on. And hopefully, look, we rub the green tomorrow, and it's, it's not easy going to their backyard, but. We'll be giving it our best anyway. And we wish you the best of luck. Uh, that's uh, Delisal up against Drum and Inch tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock in Delisal in Waterford City. Uh, Pat Ryan, uh, Drum and Inch, uh, thanks for joining us on Across the Line. Appreciate it, Shane. Take care. And um, we also want to uh, wish Boris Lee our, our best on Sunday. They take part in the Munster Intermediate semi-final. They make the trip to Cork to take on Ahabalog. That game is in Ahabalog on Sunday at 2.30pm. Also on Sunday is uh, the Munster Intermediate Ladies Football Final and that involves Mullinahone who take on Monagia of Limerick in Mallow at 11am. That's an early start but there is a, a double header of finals in Mallow. There's a senior provincial final on later that afternoon. Mullinahone won the Provincial Junior Championship last year and but just fell short in the All-Ireland Club Final. Moving up to intermediate grade, they won the Tipperary Championship this year at the first time first time of asking, defeating Borderland Duella in the final before counting for Aaron's own of Waterford in the Munster semi-final a fortnight ago. So to look ahead to the game, I'm joined on the line by Mulnohan manager Mary O'Shea. Mary, welcome to the show. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Mary, good to have you along. Um, I suppose it, it's a great journey you've had over the last couple of years and like to... You never think maybe after you go from one provincial campaign that you probably go be on another one straight away, but it just shows you the, the level of development that this uh, Mullinahone team has gone through over the last uh, 12 months. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're really, uh, it's a bit of a roller coaster, really, you know, but um, from moving to junior to senior, like, you know, and intermediate, intermediate, now we're playing senior next year, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely fabulous, but we, we have a great bunch of girls, and um, we have a, a lovely blend of youth, youth and more mature girls, you know. Yeah, and I suppose you've taken that momentum from last year. I suppose that that getting that All Ireland final, I think, was is St Jude's. You were beaten by in the final. Right, that's coming yeah. so close, and I suppose to, to get that a chance, maybe to you. I don't know whether St Jude's won in, in Dublin again this year, but to to maybe get to an All Ireland final, and maybe win it this time. Ah, oh, sure, it should, should be it should be fabulous. But to be honest about it, Shane, I'm only looking at the game in hand on Sunday now. You know, we just mm-hmm. take one game at a time and see how it, where it brings us. You know, yeah. um, so look at please God now we'll, we'll do enough to get over the line on on on, on Sunday. Yeah, I believe I believe um, Monagia that there's no senior championship in Limerick, so they're effectively the best club team in Limerick. You're playing on Sunday. Well, well actually, well they're actually a senior side in Limerick now. I'm not ah. sure what way the gradings go um, in Munster, but they they, they they compete at senior level now, which maybe is equivalent to intermediate at. at, at Monster level, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, they're they're a very strong, they're a good team. Um, we'll have our work cut out for us. To be honest about it, like you know, um, and they've been there for the last two years, and they, were, they fell short by a point last year. So they'll be gone in this year, you know. But um, hopefully, we'll be up to the up to the test. Uh, and just in terms of the squad you had last year, is it more or less the same group, um, or has it been added to or? We know more or less the same group, to be honest about it. Um, uh, we've, we've, a ni- we've a nice team, as I said, with a lovely blend of experienced players and youth. And I mean, the younger players um, have really matured, and, and, and I mean, we really play to our strengths. Like you know, with the like of Evo O'Brien there and Chloe Gunn and Kate Egan. I mean, they're only 16, 17. You know, they're 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 they're, they're really after stepping up to the mark. And uh, I think last year really brought them on. You know. 
And just in terms of, I suppose, th- th- this group, like uh, how have they developed over the years? I suppose that we've seen the growth of ladies football nat- nationally. Is it is it something recent within Mullinahone or has it been gradually building? I'm sure, to be honest about Mullinahone, we, we, we started Mullinahone um, ladies football in Mullinahone back in the 70s, like, you know, mm-hmm. but we've been playing at, um, we're kind of playing junior C, junior B, and I mean, we were playing junior B for many years, about four or five years, like, and um, in fairness, last year when, when Paul Kelly took us over, like, he, he just brought a new um, intensity into our training and, you know, we had a good backroom team as well, like, and, you know, all the girls brought brought into it and um, they really, I mean, they really, really enjoyed our training, you know, and the intensity of the training and that. So, um, I mean, we have a great backroom team this year. We have Ian, Ian O'Ryan there and, 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 Dar- and Darrell O'Brien, which are two great young fellas. I mean, they're only 20 and 21, like, you know, and and they, the, the girls seem to really buy into the training, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, you pull in some girls from Wine Gap in Kilkenny, isn't that? Uh, uh, we do, but we yeah. always had Wine Gap girls. We always yeah. they always played with us from uh, from younger age, underage, like you know. So they've been with us lot of, uh, up, up along through the years, like you know. And vice versa, some of our girls take Mogi and Wine Gap. So it's it's, it's a great blend, really. And there's there's, there's, there's no um, barriers there between cross border barriers there, you know, with ladies football in Mullinahone or Camogie and Wine Gap. Mm-hmm. And then just in terms, of, I suppose, over the last twelve months, and I suppose that the the high of getting to an All Ireland club final, would you have seen bigger numbers of girls coming to at underage or even at that level over the last twelve months? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, even even for the club itself, in all the younger girls and the underage club girls, like I mean, they they are looking up to our senior girls now, you know, and trying to emulate what the girls have done, like you know. But um, yeah, it's it, it, it's a it's a great um. In whole the area now at the moment, like everybody's out supporting us and putting up bunting and posters and the whole lot, and they're all behind us in Mullinahone. It's a great community every day. Yeah, and I suppose at, at this time of the year, no, no more than any of the teams that go on in Munster, like to for a club to have something to to look forward to. And like even I know the weather is iffy at the moment, but like to, oh, yeah. to be able to think that there's a big match coming once you just wrap up and go to it, it's something to look forward to. It is, yeah. And I know it's an early start, and on that chain, um, I just in, in anybody listening in there that there is a diversion from. Town to Mallow, that road is closed on Sunday. So people have to go to Fermoy and Ballyhooley, Castletown Roach, into Mallow. It's just, it's a bit, maybe an extra half an hour onto the journey, you know? So just for people to, to let people know that if they are travelling. Yeah. Okay, I know there was there was a concern maybe earlier on today about the game not being played in Mallow, oh, but sure. that, that's okay. Oh yeah, but we only found out at two o'clock that it was going to go ahead. So we didn't know what was actually happening. You know, we didn't know whether it would be put off until next weekend or what. Like you know, but at least it is all good to go. Anyway, thank God. Absolutely, and we mm-hmm. we, we wish you all the best. Uh, Mullinahone up against Monaghan and that Munster Intermediate Ladies Football Final, eleven a.m. in Mallow on Sunday. Uh, Mary O'Shea, thanks for joining us and across the line. Thanks a million, Shane. Take care. And we wish uh, Mullinahone all the best as they look to win back-to-back Provincial Ladies Football Club Championships. Time for our final break and we'll be back in part four with uh, rugby and soccer fixtures and greyhound racing. And you're f- welcome back to the show. And just a uh, note in from the North Tipperary J Board that the three under 21B hurling fixtures scheduled for Sunday have been postponed and will be rescheduled for Sunday, the 13th of November. Uh, um, an, availab- an unavailability of referees decided for that. So, entry uh, three games, I suppose we're heading into November. So, all three under 21B hurling games, North Tipperary, are off this weekend. Uh, but the two under 21A games are on, on Sunday. Burst Ballinau 
up against Boris Lee in Ballina at 11 o'clock. Then at 12 o'clock, it's Nina at home to Tumi Vara. And moving on to uh, local soccer, where the big action this weekend is the third round of the FAI Junior Cup, where the, the last round before the uh, for the moves on to the national, uh, the open area. F- four games in the Tipperary region. Sally Park at home to uh, Peak Villa at half past two. Clodagh Rangers at home to Care Park at the same time. St. Michael's host Cashel Town at half past two, while it wraps up with Wilderness Road at home to Colin Natten at 2.30pm. In local rugby on Saturday, the All-Ireland League continues. We're into round five of the Energy All-Ireland League in Division 2A. It is uh, Cashel will hope to bounce back from their last last week's defeat to MU Barnhall when they are take on Ballymena at Spafield tomorrow at half two. Ballymena, they accounted for Nina Ormond last weekend while uh, Nina aimed to end a two-game losing run when they host uh, Dolphin in Lissatoni. While in Division 2C, Clonmel welcome Bangor to Orguija looking for their second win of the campaign. All games kick off at 2.30pm. And at this time of a Friday night, it's time to talk dogs. Tip FM's Greyhound Update in association with Greyhound Racing Ireland because this runs deep. And we have Barry Drake on the line. Barry, welcome to the show. Yeah, great to be on again, Shane. Looking forward to another uh, big weekend of Greyhound Racing. Absolutely, Barry. But before we uh, talk about the local action, I know uh, one of the big uh, the big meetings of the year is that this uh, Saturday night, the final of the Irish Laurels down in Cork. Yeah, that's um, it's, uh, Shane. Very much looking forward to the big one. On Saturday night, um, you know, a top-class lineup for the final. We've seen some wonderful performances over the course of the last uh, couple of weeks, and it comes down now to this uh, €30,000 uh, decider on Saturday night. Uh, plenty of Tipperary interest. We'll start with uh, Good Cody, who is, I suppose, a, a well-known greyhound um, after his achievements over the course of the last couple of years. He runs in trap number two for Patrick Gilfoyle. Um, elsewhere, you have uh, Galloping Sydney, who's owned by Una Creed and Clonmel, trained by Graham Holland. Um, it's won its last uh, two races. We'll start at the outside of the party on Saturday night, but certainly not without a chance. Sword Rex was the anti-post favourite uh, prior to the event, uh, but unfortunately for trainer Graham Holland, he looks to have a very tough draw in trap number six. Uh, bookmakers have put him in as the 2-1 to favourite, but I think he has a tough draw in trap number six. And um, I'm actually going to go with Maybe trap number three, Serene Ace. The more I look at this race over the course of the last uh, day or two, I think um, Serene Ace for Tipperary trainer Michael O'Donovan, he's the certain early leader and, um, you know, often the place to be getting off the front in these uh, big finals. Any bit of crowding or anything behind, uh, he could uh, take full advantage. He's owned by Edmund Ryan in Clarehan. Um, so a big Tipperary interest, as I said, in the final. All roads lead Cork on, on, on Saturday night. Uh, very much looking forward to having a, a packed at Corraheen Park Greyhound Stadium. And of course, you can't get there. You can watch all the action live on Racing Post Greyhound TV, Sky Channel 437. So Shane, look, it's a fantastic final. All six of a chance. Graham Holland doubly represented. But I'm just going to take a little chance with trap number three, Serena Ace, and uh, hopefully keeping the prize in Tipperary. Oh, hopefully that will be the case. And I suppose back to local matters and, and the regular weekend schedule starting tonight in Clonmel. Yeah, that's exactly it, Shane. Um, some good action in Clanville again this weekend. Plenty of competitions uh, going on with the last couple of weeks. That's always uh, great to see. Um, in terms of, of tonight's action down there, uh, the last race is a race that caught my eye. Run Faster, who's trained in um, New Wind by Owen McKenna. Uh, this ground has won one from four career outings, but has caught the eye in recent uh, performances. 
uh, when showing plenty of pace. And I think run faster uh, can make all the running there in the closing race. Action getting underway in Clonmel at 7.30. On to Turles on uh, Saturday night. Um, some good action to look forward to there. Uh, it's round two of the Dini Mackey Memorial Cup A5. And race number five can go the way of Kyle Nomade, who was impressive in winning in 29-17 last time, owned by Patsy Meany and Edward Fogarty in Turles. Uh, this uh, proven ground can record back-to-back winning performances there uh, in Turles tomorrow night, all getting underway there at 7.35. And finally, switching our attentions to Sunday's action um, in Clanmel. Some good action to look forward to um, once again there, getting underway at 730 couple of real promising sorts in opposition uh, in the final of the Droopies, or sorry, I your pardon, the Deirdre at Sydney, Glengar Bale at Stud um, on race day. We've seen um, some really polished performances over the course of the last two weeks in this competition. The likes of She's Non-Stop and Trap number 6 for Neil Herbert. Uh, was a 28-81 winner last week. That'll go close. And also Breeders Wood, um, who has posted back-to-back winning performances over the course of the last two weeks, another leading player. And finally, in um, Clan Mill, on Sunday night, um, we're going to race number five, the New Park Stud A2, 5-2-5 stake uh, semi-final. Proud Pat can make a back-to-back winning performance for Sean O'Donnell and Cashel. A lot to like about that winning run last week, and I think it'll prove hard to beat Shane. Well, no problems. A fascinating weekend of uh, of Greyhound action, I suppose, uh, highlighted by that Irish Laurels final in Cork tomorrow night. Barry Jagger, we'll probably wrap it all up next Friday, looking ahead to next weekend's action. Thanks for joining us on Across the Line. Thanks so much, Shane. Tip FM's Greyhound update in association with Greyhound Racing Ireland, because this runs deep. Uh, my thanks to uh, Barry Drake for his comprehensive uh, build-up to the uh, Greyhound Racing Weekend. And uh, we're coming towards 7 o'clock. That is it for this week's show. And it's not our only uh, live action tonight. Uh, I suppose at half past eight, the latest uh, Tipperary JS Clubs draw will come live from Danzy's Bar. I think it's uh, it's round four of the current Tipperary G or third or fourth of the Tipperary GA Clubs draw. So if you have bought your tickets, uh, we want to wish you the best of luck in that and hope you're successful to Tune in from half past eight. Uh, Stephen Gleeson will be with uh, Tim Floyd and all down in Rose Green, uh, handing out the prizes and hopefully making a lot of people very, very happy uh, in the draw tonight. And then moving ahead to Sunday, the live action on Tip FM will be the Munster Club Senior Hurling Championship quarter final between Ballygunner and Kilroy McDonald's that throws in at 1.30 p.m. at Walsh Park and will be live here on Tip FM in association with uh, REA Owen Dillon here in Nina, Paul Carroll and Ken Hogan will be bringing you all the action. Uh, I'll be back next Friday evening at 6 for another edition of Across the Line. After the news at 7, it's Premier Country with Carl Power. Bye for now.